I've said, I think. Well, we're back here once again with another episode of the Iron Man Podcast, episode 88, with Mr. LG, Mr. Ryan, Law Enforcement Ken. You're supposed, you're supposed to be on last week, but yes, you know, these things kind of just happen where you plan something out and then life happens and then he can't do it. But we made sure to get it done this week. He's a good friend of Samuel. You know, know me without you too, right? Because you guys do the Into the Void show. You guys do the Star Trek uh, review uh, show. We right? do Game Game of Thrones. We do Friday Night's mm-hmm. Royal Rumble. And uh, we do Screaming Into the I do a lot of stuff with her. <laughs> like, ha- <laughs> she follows me around. Has anyone ever ever said you're like the get overs in a Friday night tights with Friday night's rumble? <laughs> uh no, they said that uh they they've called this like the the after show, kind of like the, <laughs> the the like the after party. Um because because FNT starts so early. Um mm-hmm. I, so I just moved to Colorado and they they started like 2:30 or something like that in the afternoon okay. to where in Florida it was only like 4:30. So yeah. okay. Yeah. I had a buddy been... who used to live out there in Colorado cuz you just recently moved there. So where are you originally yeah. from then? I am from Colorado. I, I I lived in Florida for the last eleven years. Wow. What made yeah. you want to leave? Uh, Florida, because uh, all my family's literally on this side of the United States. Uh, I was the Ooh. only one that lived out there all by myself. Yeah, it was um so holidays sucked. Uh, you know, they it's just it was just a pain in the ass to try to do anything to get back. Uh, and with airline tickets now, they're just they're absolutely outrageous. Right. Uh, yeah. So you you probably have kids. So you know. No, actually, I don't. Ironically, you married. Um, no, no, I've, I've, what? um, I've kind of lived my, my life ever since I turned 18. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, you know, I was, I graduated in, in mm-hmm. 2000 and May, 2003, I was gone in the, the army in September, 2003. Mm-hmm. Haven't, haven't really been home since until now. Uh, I, I lived after I got out of the military, I lived here maybe six months and I moved to, to Denver. So like, I, I'm not even, this is literally the first time I've lived in my, my, where I grew up in, in probably two decades okay so let's start here you graduated 2003 you went to the army how was your experience in the army oh it was awesome it was um you know what well let me let me be here let me be honest here when i was in you're on rubble so you can be honest (laughs) okay that's even better um okay so when i was in it sucked um Mm -hmm. but now that i'm older i actually um i wish uh i would have done more with it um to be honest, it, it was a hell of an experience. Um, I got to, you know, go to Germany and all sorts of different places. And now that I'm, I'm older, I mean, I'm not old, but I'm 38. So it's, I, I kind of, uh, I kind of miss some of that stuff. So that's probably one of the reasons I'm really done a lot of st- stuff that I've really wanted to do uh, before I've decided to settle down. So. So you're born in the seventies? No, I was born in 85. 85. Okay. Yeah. So a lot, a lot of change. Damn old. Then. Yeah, a lot has changed since you were younger. Holy crap! I was born in '94. I'm tw- you're 30. I'm 28 actually. Okay. Yeah, I remember when there was no internet. I remember when. Me um, too. <laughs> I remember when there was no Windows 95, which a lot of people don't uh, don't realize. Those egg computers we used to have. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Good yeah that's Lord. what I, that's that's what I learned how to do MS DOS on with a green green. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, black screen with green <laughs> typing. Yeah. It's ridiculous. So I've asked this to the to the army veterans I've had on. What do you think about the army now? Given that they're really going on on social media, being very political about what they stand for, even though this probably might be influenced by other people paying for them, right? Because I've seen mm-hmm. people like you who've been a part of the army. It was so different back when you were in. The biggest controversy that I remember back when I was a bit younger was "Don't ask, don't tell." That was a big one for yep. a little bit there. And all of a sudden now, it's like the army on social media promoting, "Oh, we're we're inclusive. We're mm-hmm. all of this." So, what do you think about the army now? Given that they're in more of the political sphere now, 
it's it's beyond it's beyond fucking retarded and i and i'll tell you why because the army was was inclusive uh when i was in it like legitimately um you didn't you didn't look at each other in a negative light and quite frankly if you would have gotten somebody who had maybe negative connotations because they break you down as an individual and they build you back up as a team and they do it in about nine weeks it's it's um and and yeah in basic training uh it's meant to do that you know so you learn how to work as a team because it's imperative that you do so so their their whole inclusion garbage now is nothing but crap because when i went in i went in with guys who are hispanic who are black like white uh age it did it didn't matter like and and we didn't look at each other that way because you know what we were all in the mud literally doing what was called beat your face where you're just doing push-ups until you you want to vomit um you know that's that's how they build they tear you down and that's how they build you back up hmm. so it's 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 bullshit it's it's basically this garbage that i think is for a younger generation um of participation trophy kids and you know even though i grew up like right on that that bump uh i didn't really really get a whole lot of the participation trophy stuff which i'm kind of glad and my parents didn't treat me that way either um they treated me like you know like you know every day after school you know you're gonna do your homework you have these these chores you got to do and stuff like that and it's i think it's very different i think uh i think kids nowadays are a lot of kids nowadays i'm not gonna say all of them a lot of kids nowadays are very lazy uh and um are very are very coddled and uh we're it's talking about that too you know how back when we were growing up in your period and my period we had like all these different things like like batman animated series dragon ball z a mm-hmm. bunch of different things look at what kids have now and they just kind of just have tiktok like what do you yeah. guys like to watch like what what are characters they're pushing on you so we can know like what do you genuinely enjoy outside of tiktok it feels like now it's all just no mm-hmm. one uh, we were talking about this earlier the enthusiasm and that spark around a lot of the mediums like music tv movies anime all that stuff is just kind of not there anymore i don't know if it's because we got older we're kind of jaded now but you know that probably has something to do with it too i don't know I, if you felt the same too i i will say this a little bit yeah i think part part of it is because um you know it's like oh you know you you, you hear the old, the old guy oh back in my day i don't understand this damn <laughs> you know um and i i tr- shit i do sound like that uh my, my nephew who's uh he's 15 he'll say stuff and i'm like what and he's like oh talking about riz you're like what? oh well yeah well i didn't i didn't know what riz was until probably like i don't know two months ago um uh but they they say stuff that like means cool and and all that and i'm just like uh what what the fuck are you talking about i'm like i'm like that makes no sense and they're like oh it does and i'm just like okay that's fine but like that that part i get but i i think i think having a phone in your pocket is kind of handicapped people uh Mm-hmm. In their communication skills um mm-hmm. uh I'm, I'm not necessarily like i think technology is great for bringing people together like like, like somebody on the other side of the world you know military wise or whatever like you know a spouse on business i think i think i think that's great that we can do that but also mm-hmm. i think like social media has literally stunted people's um emotional and uh mm-hmm. you know actual personal skills <laughs> in my opinion um you know i as a uh, I, I literally I made a tweet uh, literally a couple days ago about uh, the whole Russell Brand thing, right? So like YouTube, seen, de- mm-hmm. de- YouTube de- demonetized them, and I was like, I was like, I was like, nice job, YouTube. I guess you know, guilty, innocent until proven guilty isn't a thing anymore, mm-hmm. and um, you know because you're you're kind of ruining a man's livelihood. Look, I know he's got millions of dollars, but it's like if it can happen to him, it can ac- happen to anybody. Um, so I was like, hey, how you know, great job, guys. And of course, there was some dude today who was just like spurging out 
and, and I'm i just, saw that it, yeah mm-hmm. instead of having like an actual i'm like trying to like be somewhat like decent to this guy but he immediately comes out with like an insult is like at the end of it mm-hmm. he, he you know he he called me um i can't remember it doesn't matter but the, at one point he called me a cunt uh, a couple of times you know because he's british so of course um it has different meaning there but it's still mm-hmm. it's not it's not nice um mm-hmm. you know uh so it's it, it, I, I think it's stunted people's ability to have like it you know, I can actual okay, civilize. Yeah. Yeah. Civilized conversation. You do that at school when you're growing up. You're just going to get knocked the fuck out right then well, and there. Yeah. yeah. Like, there's a fight after school. There's a fight in the fucking lunchroom, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. These kids don't have that kind of fear anymore. No. It, just people in general now have lost it. Like, hey, you said to anybody in real life, I imagine you're going to get punched. Just, yeah. Altercation like, will happen. <laughs> there, there used to be like the fear of, um, you know, getting punched in the face. And I'm not saying you should. I'm not saying you should like beat anybody up necessarily. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know. But you know, sometimes if you're going about things the very wrong way, yeah. you're going to get, you're going to get, you're going to get got like, it's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. Um, And, and I grew up very much like that. Like my cousins did it to me too. Like if I was, you know, you know, and, and so, you know, like I growing up, I picked on my sister, you know, and now, you know, of course, like, you know, she um she was pretty fucking tough she used to you know her her boyfriends uh, a couple of her football players used to like you know try to like rough house with her and stuff and she she'd hurt them and she'd be like oh she was really strong and it's like you know she was (laughs) she's only like five five six uh at the time maybe 100 105 pounds but like Mm -hmm. she she got picked on by me and when i was in high school i was like five ten so i was a pretty big kid and i didn't hit six four until like 25 but anyway you know, so it's just like it's one of those things that I, I think nowadays, like you know, kids are coddled. They're they're on their phones. They're 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 their noses in a video game all the time. Which I love. I love video games, but me too. Yeah, I, I was allowed to play video games like like an hour. Yeah, a day so when I was my a mom kid. had it. You, you probably remember this. You could be on the game for an hour. When it mm-hmm. hits ten, you got to go to bed. Yeah, and there yeah. was a co- there was a couple of times there was actually um there was actually so do you remember the original StarCraft? I was never into that series, actually. Okay, I, I love Starcraft. That. Wait a minute, what am I talking about? Oh my lord! Yeah, it was like oh. Command and Conquer, but in space. Yeah, yeah, it's really big in Korea playing Starcraft two right now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, so the original Starcraft, um, my friend introduced me to uh, a friend from middle school, and him and I would play over mm-hmm. landline, right? You know, telephones and everything. <laughs> well, being at the time, most families had literally one telephone line. Um, it was it was one of those things that you would get cut off all the time. Well, only having an hour of game time, it, it got to a point where I would kind of continually like kind of throw a fit of like, I need more time because we didn't get a really chance. Like there were connectivity issues, like worse than today. Or like mm-hmm. if somebody called, like you get cut off, like just, just different, mm-hmm. it, different issues. Right. Well, it got to the point that, um, you know, cause uh, I became such a little punk ass about it. I think I was like 14, it got grounded from it got banned from my house i was never allowed to play it again until i turned 18 and move out what the hell yeah so like there's like real consequences for like you know but nowadays like i had a former co-worker in florida where she's like uh you know my son i just bought him this game system last year now he wants like the newer version i'm like what i'm like dude that's not even a year old he's like oh i know but i'm like there's no yeah and she's like oh this this i think it was like a nintendo something um it wasn't a switch it was like one of the one of those anyway i don't know it's been a long time but it's crazy like Like back when you were younger getting a game console the just the standard edition was all you got and you waited mm -hmm. to get the next gen one 
<laughs> there was no, it's like what people do now with the cording, put out that tweet. I'm pretty sure you saw it where the whole getting a brand new phone. I never understood that either. Why you have a perfectly good phone right here. And you're going to turn it in after a year for basically the same thing, you know? Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I, I wasn't allowed to have a cell phone until I turned 18 and bought it for myself. So wow. I, I turned 18, I joined the military, I went overseas, um, and, and that's where I got my first phone. It was um, it was like a prepaid phone for like T-Mobile. Um, Remember, yeah, you I, had to buy minutes for your phone? Remember that? Yeah, I had to, you had to buy minutes, and um, that was when yeah. I think T-Mobile was pretty much just like a European company. I don't think it even made it to the United States yet. Mm-hmm. We just only had like AT&T and Sprint and Verizon, mm-hmm. and that was it. So, no, like, uh, no, nowadays, like... Um, I'm one of those weirdos that I, I replace my phone like only when it breaks. So like I'll let it go to like the last leg to replace. Yeah. It. <laughs> yeah. Like I had an iPhone five until I bought an iPhone. I think it was a seven or something, seven or an eight. And, and the, and the person was like, you know, and it started kind of like falling apart and they're like, so they, they took the, they took like the, the auto remember when Otterbox was a big thing. Mm-hmm. This, this is a few years ago. Um, so they took it off and they're like, uh, your battery is swelling and it's popping out the back. And I'm like, is what? They're like, oh yeah, the, the iPhone 5 is, is notorious for after a certain amount of time, the battery will swell and it'll ultimately end up exploding. And so, but no, I'm, I'm, but I, you know, I grew up, I grew up poor, like, you know, grew up very, very frugal in a sense, you know, um, mm-hmm. because kids are expensive, right? Um, right. You know, so that's what my parents told me all the time. Like, yeah, you know, I moved out and they ended up getting like new furniture, like a bigger TV. And I came home from the military and I was like, what the hell? And they're like, oh, yeah, you're that's how expensive you are. We got new stuff. Because <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to ask you this, which was um, what made you want to leave the military then if you loved it so much? Uh, well, OK. okay so at the time, um, you know, I, I very much enjoyed what I was doing. But at the same time, I didn't really have um, much of a choice. I I got injured on active duty. They mm. only give you they only give you a certain window to to heal. And um, if you don't make it in that time frame, which is usually about six months, um, then they'll they'll ultimately start booting you out. So and, and this was discharge. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it, it's mm-hmm. it's always it's always honorable, Um, you know, because there, there were no shenanigans involved. But uh, the mm-hmm. thing is, is that because the turnover rate at the time was so high because of Iraq and Afghanistan and all that stuff. I mean, you're, you're talking about uh 2006 so we were still pretty you know still pretty heated about all that stuff so um no um part of me wishes i could have stayed in but the other part of me is kind of glad i didn't so (laughs) it just depends life works out in different ways yeah looking at how things turned out now i've seen soldiers have to salute a trans flag and i and i would literally just get up and leave that's what i would do i ain't supporting that bullshit no that's not gonna fly i don't think i've seen a video of that but i'd have to look that up it started in canada actually there was a tiktok video Jesus. i saw where someone up to salute a trans flag it's crazy you know people talk about all all the this inclusive nonsense with the military and gaming and all that shit it was always inclusive the army did, didn't discriminate on a race or a gender yeah they agreed. let anyone join gaming the, too you could be a random guy the, as you said before playing starcraft a random that's how inclusive gaming in the army is yeah, see the and, and also the only thing too is that you had to um you had to pass the physical requirements, right? Um, you know, you had to pass the physical the, the PT test, you had to pass the, the medical boards and stuff like that. You had to I mean, I, I'm actually because I'm actually it's a genetic, I'm red, green, colorblind. So if you put the little a bunch of dots together and they put like a number or something like that, um, if it's really fine, it, like if it's really bold, I can see it, but if it, the, the finer it gets, 
the um the harder it is for me to see that almost mm. actually could have been a disqualification because <clears throat> because it could lead to the fact that i could be actually like uh more colorblind in the fact that i wasn't but yeah, now they're like lowering PT standards because they can't get, you know, they can't get people to pass it. And I'm just like, I don't understand. Um, that's not a good thing because, you know, you're you're working as a, as a member of a team. And, you know, if somebody gets in trouble, if everybody's not up to their best, somebody's going to get hurt or worse. Mm-hmm. Um, and usually the worse is the latter. So. I don't understand lowering the PT t- standards. I heard they're actually in the they're actually talking about taking them back up because they're like, well, that didn't work. Yeah, I remember that you talked about earlier the whole no child left behind thing. I feel like they just lowered the standard of what we considered a, a decent bar just to accommodate yeah. people who were just either lazy or just wouldn't have been at that level mm-hmm. to begin with. You know? Yeah the 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 no child left behind thing is is basically to, is to force basically push kids through like cattle um uh so and it's it's not it's not a good metric um you know they they do all that standardized testing and stuff like that uh because Mm -hmm. obviously they need to know how it's working and as long as you're slightly above board um you know then then of course you know they're just oh get on out of here there you know and it's I, i i think that's a huge mistake because obviously um if you take the states from around the United States, uh, you know, there, there are certain ones that are doing better than others, but relatively the United States as a whole is like 32nd in the world for like uh, Mm -hmm. education. And it's, it's, that's not good uh, by the way, especially because we are the richest country on the planet. Um, And we, you know, we, if we can't take care of our kids, then then what kind of a future for this country are are we setting? It's for also ourselves? even worse when you mention it too. It's we're also gigantic compared to a lot of other places. There's mm-hmm. places smaller than the United States that do better in yeah. test scores. That's crazy because by logic, you go like, but there's more schools, there's more opportunities. You get to have the better education right there. Yep. But no, like we're behind a lot of people. We are, and um, one one of the things that uh, that's that I always love the comparison to. So like whenever there's an incident involving a firearm and the, mm-hmm. and it's got, it's got the right politics behind it. The media jumps on it. Like it's going out of style and they immediately want to say, well, they don't have these problems in Sweden. They don't have these problems in Britain. And it's like, well, you can't compare that to the same thing because the, the amount of people per capita, the United States has, has 300 and roughly about 336 million people. Uh, that's a, that's roughly about the same population as all of the, all of Europe. So you have to take the United States and lay it on top of Europe and be like, okay, well, let's compare, let's say Texas to the UK and let's, you know, let's California to Sweden. And it's like, you, you have to go that route. You, 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 so they're, they're being disingenuous when, when it comes to, because the United States is such a large landmass. I mean, we're literally, um, we're half of a continent, right? North America is literally is the United States and Canada, um, you know, in, in Mexico. So, but the United States is literally the largest section. And then of course you have Canada who has like somewhere in roughly, I think it's like 56 million people mm-hmm. for the largest landmass, but it's, yeah. So it just, just metrics wise, it doesn't work. Um, but no, we should, we should be doing better with our education because of all the money. Like we have drastically more GDP than Canada does well more than Mexico. I mean, our GDP is, is about $20 trillion a year. That's a crap load of money. Mm-hmm. And so, anyway, I know. Well, what what you said is why they're so disingenuous. Is they'll bring up the gun thing, but they don't bring up any other any other crime, stabbings, 
people in Europe throw bombs into people's cars constantly mm-hmm. in certain areas. So yeah, we have really bad gun, not say gun laws, people that abuse the gun system here, where they maliciously go up and shoot schools. But in Europe, stabbings are huge. You know? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. They don't and, see and... it, but but you see the, the the disingenuous point that they'll bring up. They mm-hmm. don't see it the other way. Oh, why are stabbings less than mass murders? Like, but it's only you can only stab one person. That okay, we're <laughs> people are so stupid, man. <laughs> well, th- there was a guy in Norway that uh, that went on a went on a, a killing spree in a, in a mm-hmm. store, and he used the bow and arrow, and he ended up killing like seven people with a bow and arrow, like he was hunting deer. Oh, um, God. So it was. It's one of those things that. If you get somebody who's deranged enough, they're going to do stuff that's not that's going to be very unkind. Right. Sure. Like mm-hmm. you, you you see it all the time. Like what, what was one of the most the most recent ones where the, the Christmas parade where dude mowed over 32 people using his um like 2010. Um, It wasn't a Ford. It was like the Mercury version of an escape. You know, mm-hmm. he like mowed over a bunch of people to Christmas parade. It's like, OK, well, it's. You're not blaming the car. You're blaming the weirdo that was driving it, right? You should blame the weirdo. Um, so that's why, um, you know, I, I, I think one of the reasons our education system is also is also failing the way it is is because they don't necessarily want people to be smarter. Because mm-hmm. you know, our politicians are the one who ultimately, you know, whether it be like school boards stuff like that. Mm-hmm. They they make the policy for education. Uh, state state legislators legislators make policy for education. The U.S. government makes you know makes the standards for education across the country. Where I think that's a big mistake because, no offense, Florida is nothing like California, and Texas is nothing yeah. like New York. So like there needs to be different education standards per state that need to be limited to that state only, and that should be how we divvy up the the actual money. The, the u.s government grant money that goes to the education system i think it should instead of just like dispersing it like a like a fire hose like you know and, and, <laughs> but that's that's what our politicians do they disperse our money like a fire hose and um then they go well you know it's like well how come how come my kid flunked this and they're you know they graduated high school but don't they read it at an eighth grade level it's like well you know, they're like, well, I don't know. <laughs> There's no accountability. You, are you conservative, actually? I, I, I would say I, would, I definitely lean that. Yes, that would be probably the best way to put it. Um, are you more of a the, centrist kind of thing? I would probably be. See, I'd say probably center right. Okay. Probably the. Um, I definitely. I. I. I'm, I'm kind of a moderate on certain situations. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm more of a traditional kind of person. Uh, I think traditional uh, morals of like honesty, integrity, uh, you know, courage, bravery, like all the all the stuff that you you see when you talk about like the military, like that's the stuff that I was taught as a kid. You know, Mm -hmm. you don't you you know, you don't lie. Like if I lied as a kid, I'd be I'd I'd get grounded for like two weeks. Um, My mom would hit me. Well, yeah, well. (laughs) I mean, well, there was one time when I was in when I was in uh, elementary school, mm-hmm. uh, and my my sister's four years younger than me. She got a friend over. Well, her friend, her and I got in like a little bit, like a little bickering spat, right? Well, her her friend who's smaller than me, she pushed me. Well, I'm four years older, so instead of you know, again, I was I think I was like fourth grade, I smacked her. You know, because I was still a young kid myself. Well, that's the only time I ever smacked a girl because uh, <laughs> I caught the belt after that. And rightfully so, you know, and, and so I grew up with very traditional 
mor- morals and stuff like that. Of mm-hmm. like, you know, you, you, you know, you, you help others, you, um, you know, you take mm-hmm. care of family, you know, you, and, and stuff like that. So I think that's probably the best way to put it. But nowadays that's considered like outdated, which is crazy. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Massively yeah, you outdated. Know, you remember that, that statistic or the, those records that came out where women apparently in like the eighties and the nineties or the seventies, some period like that were more happier mm-hmm. than women now, which is really, yeah. people need to really understand how bad that is where yep. in a period where there's less technology, less opportunities holistically from wherever you might live. Women were happier with the men mm-hmm. they were with, you know, cause now men are just fucking soy boy, little bitches constantly. Yep. I mean, I, I will probably you're probably more uh, harsher than me, but I see that shit and dudes be like, well, I got a girl. You look at the way you act, you know, girl dating you and the girls, yeah. they'll be like, yeah, I, I like a guy who's in his feelings and all this stuff. Meanwhile, they don't date those guys. They're so no. They don't know. No, no, it, um, it's, it's absolutely nonsensical too. Um, mm-hmm. you know, because even, even if you like get on dating apps and, and stuff like that nowadays, mm-hmm. you'll, you'll see people advertise like, oh, I'm. Uh, the, I'm with so and so, and we're looking for like a third person to join our poly ship or whatever the hell they're called now. Or like, even if you've watched any of the episodes of the whatever podcast, they talk saw, about yeah. mm-hmm. they talk about a situation ship. I don't know what the hell a situation ship is. I, I like it's like I heard oh, that this, one is, this is my situation, so like it's the best I can do. Like I, I don't know what that means. It's basically um, the idea of the situation you're in can only potentially go differently based off how you'll perceive it. So if there's another guy that'll come along for the girl, she'll go with him. Okay. But, yeah, see, but if she's with the guy that she's lesser interested in, but he's the only guy there, then she'll kind of just stay with him. Yeah. See, that's, that's, that's garbage. Like, that's, right. You, know, it's just, terrible. You, you, you see some of these standards on, mm-hmm. um, you know, or I, uh, you know, you'll see some that say, Oh, she, they, and I'm like, no, no. It's just, it's not how it works, but, and, you yeah, know, of course, how can you be a they, they is a plural word. They teach you in school. Yeah. So you can't it's, be a they, I don't even know how that even makes sense to people. Yeah. Well, they, they, they try to argue the fact that like, oh, okay, well this kind of stuff has been around for decades, right? It's like, oh, mm-hmm. well in, uh, okay. So on one, my main channel, uh, I got really popular for like, uh, kind of like doing reactions to certain things. Like it, it started with, um, something that I, I had no idea what it was. It was called Eurovision. And, um, like yeah. these people, because I watched like the movie back during t- 2020 when it came out on Netflix and I watched it, I was like, Whoa, what is this? I didn't know this was a thing. And so like it, my, my, my main YouTube channel, like, uh, got monetized because of that. But anyway, long story short, um, somebody was, you know, they wanted me to like review this like Demi of a Lovato performance. I was like, okay. I was like, oh, I, you know, gave it, I thought it was a good performance, gave it a good job. And there's somebody put in the comments, they're like, oh, she goes by they, them pronouns. And I'm like, was, <laughs> it, it, you know, and of course there, there was, I wanted to say certain things, but like my main channel is more for fun. It's like for gaming. It's for like entertainment purposes. It's for just, just having fun. Right. There's no political talk, no pop culture talk. Um, so I was like, look, I, I respect where you're coming from, but you know, um, this isn't a political channel. We don't really cover those kind of topics. So I'm just, just going to say, Hey, you know, um, and, 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 and going forward, whenever I would like get something like that, I would just refer to her, you know, Demi Lobato by her name, but now she's moved back to her, mm-hmm. you know, because I guess her mental breakdown is over. Um, several that she's had. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you, you know, well, I, I think she grew up around. I think I think her parents were like alcoholics or something like this. Something what wild. Was she like, like a thirty-five-year-old when she was like seventeen? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah okay. she, she, so, oh. 
yeah from what i understand her parents had like severe severe problems and that's why she's all screwed up but you know so i i try to tiptoe where necessary like i I don't like to try to like i used to be more controversial on on twitter i'll I'll say that i used to be a little more confrontational because you think it was funny right Mm -hmm. then it kind of gets to the point like when you're when it's like it's not funny anymore it's just like okay this is it's a nuisance and so now i don't now I don't bicker with people. I try to have an, a genuine conversation, but when somebody comes in swinging for the fences and they always lead with like the, the same kind of stuff of like, they, they call you this name. Oh, you're a racist. Oh, you're homophobic. Oh, you're transphobic. Oh, you're an incel. And it's like, none of those things, dude, <laughs> none of those <laughs> things. You could literally watch my, you could watch one of my Monday streams. You could watch my Sunday stream, my Friday stream. Like these are all people that I'm friends with and, and I'm none of those things. Right. Um, mm-hmm. it, so it just, it's just it's, NPCs. I'm pretty sure you, there's a short that went around today where a black girl from like UK or some shit. She was, she, she told the interview that, you know, those are guys who walk around asking questions and mm-hmm. the girl was like, uh, you sound kind of misogynistic. And he's like, do you know what that means? And she just, Looks to her friend smiling because she didn't know what it meant. And he's like, yeah. you're just using words that you don't even know what they mean. Like people are just brain dead NPCs. Yeah, I I I love the whole thing. Well, if you if you believe in this and you're a fascist, and I'm like, you don't know what a fascist is, do you? And <laughs> uh, you know, and and they always they always com- compare certain people to to that word, or they they call them like Nazis and stuff like that, or they compare somebody to Hitler. And I'm like, dude, Hitler genocided six million jews and that's that's not to, to mention the other people like gypsies and homosexuals uh and stuff like that that he did like so um it's like okay so let's pump the brakes a little bit um or like you know you get you get the hollywood so like rob reiner he's he's a weirdo from hollywood he 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 tweets every day and, and i wish i you know i mean i could mute him but i also <laughs> i'm also one of those people that I, I don't like to mute or block people like i i feel like i feel like that's I don't have thin skin like that. Like they may be a nuisance. I might mute a conversation, but I don't, I don't block people. So like, you know, him today, he was like, Oh, if you know, Trump gets back in the white house, it's literally going to be the end of America. And I'm like, literally like, really? Like, I'm like, dude, like, you know, and he, and he put in there in the middle, it's not hyperbole. And I'm like, it's, I'm like, no, you're just, what are you off your meds? Old man. Like take this. <laughs> like the Stephen Hawking guy, man, he is, you, you could look at that guy as one of the greatest authors at, of all time, mm-hmm. and then the actual person is just such a piece of shit. Mm, yeah, but that's why they say don't ever, don't ever meet your heroes, right? It's true. Like, yeah, um, like Alan so, Moore, that guy's insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so <laughs> like, give all my royalties to Black Lives Matter. Oh, you really care about black people, but you're going to send your money to a scam organization that was proven legally they're a scam organization. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Fucking look. Hell. Look at um, look at Mark Hamill, right? Uh, Mark Hamill's probably, or Stephen King. These are some of the most outspoken people on Twitter who just they mm-hmm. vomit nonsense, and you're just like, you know. And and I think that's one reason America has is is kind of over all of their their bullshit. One reason I think that like reality kind of television um, is has taken over to see, you know, like American Ninja Warrior is is a cool show. Like you know, that's one of the only things that like. Uh, I'll sit down with like my fam, you know, uh, family, my, my immediate family, like maybe dad or something and watch it, you know, it's like, because it's normal people doing something that's good for them. It's competitive. It's fun. And everybody's kind of rooting them on. Right. Mm-hmm. These are, these are many things that like, if you, if you, if you, you know, go to CNN or MSNBC or, or any, any of the, the weirdo 
in, in entertainment companies they think, oh it's it's beautiful to be overweight no it's not beautiful to be overweight like your your arteries are literally turning into concrete that's not beautiful like you're gonna be dead at, at 45 that's not this cool. is what i tell people every time yeah. and they don't have a response how many 50 year old 200 pound men do you know yeah how many 60 year old 200 pound men do you know you don't because you don't they probably died when they were the age you said 40 mm-hmm. I yeah, think it's, it's not good to be overweight. It's literally proven medical-wise, and I don't trust a lot of those people, but it's proven that yeah. it's not good to be fat. It's literally proven. And people say, oh, but you got to believe the media. They know what's best. Then if that's true, you shouldn't be fat. <laughs> it's like, why? <laughs> no, and there's even incentives for like physicians and stuff like that now too because they catch kickbacks from prescribing medication to people. So, And this is something that's notoriously bad in the, in the VA hospital itself. The VA hospital will prescribe you medication at least in the past i i know that they're trying to clean it up a little bit because they've 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 catching some bad raps over the the last probably decade um they they would rather prescribe you medication than actually possibly get you any help and then of course you know so when when people hear about the fact that the average veteran on average about 22 veterans a day literally off themselves um the, the american the american public doesn't like to hear that right um, you know, and that's also one, one thing that the mainstream media will never tell you because they're, they always talk about how like, oh, trans kids, you know, oh, a 10 year old isn't allowed to transition into a, from a little boy to a little girl. So they're going to be suicidal. And I'm like, that doesn't sound like the problem. It sounds like they need therapy. They need, they need their parent. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, but they'll, they'll never talk about the fact that like 22 veterans a day kill themselves. They'll, they'll, yeah. that'll never come up. That is that is the the group of people that literally takes themselves out more than anybody on this planet. So that's but, crazy because it, without those kind of people, we we wouldn't be able to have this opportunity where we can do this right yeah. now potentially. You know, it's a really well, sad thing. Where I've always agree, agree with that point too that you said veterans get treated like such crap. Mm-hmm. You know, and like the whole social security angle, like for like taxation. I don't know how, I don't know how you feel about taxation, but one of the biggest taxes that I think we should pay is just. To our senior citizens, you know, to our, our our veterans, actually, that medical and there was another one that I said yeah yesterday, but those are like fundamental things we need. You know, I, I, I'm kind of okay if someone needs a little bit of help for medical insurance because medical insurance costs a lot of money. I, I'm fine mm-hmm. with paying that. I'm fine with giving money back to the veterans who st- or served our country so we could have this kind of interaction we're having right here. You know, but I, mm-hmm. I'm not fine with paying for random welfare thoughts. I'm not okay with that. No, you know? no, and. And as somebody who worked for the United States Postal Service for a decade, um, what? Yeah, you were I, a postman. I, yeah, that was my last. That was my last job. Holy um, crap! How'd you not I, beat up dogs coming at uh, you? You know what? Uh, I preferred the dogs over the people, to be honest. Um, you know, you <laughs> in the right neighborhoods, you would um, you would catch attitude, and it would mostly be from from people in their twenties and thirties. Uh, usually who looked of healthy working age uh, and looked healthy enough to work mm-hmm. saying uh, demanding on the first, where's my government check? Where's my, where's my welfare check? Right. Um, you know, this is, this was back towards the beginning, obviously now EBT is a thing so they can do like, you know, just like electronic deposits and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But there are still people who do get periodically welfare checks. But when I was, you know, there was one guy I was like, okay, so it was like the, the 30th or whatever. I don't remember mm-hmm. what month it was. I was a, I was like an hour early to the stop earlier than I usually am. Right. Mm-hmm. So I got there early and this dude was standing in front of like, I don't know, it was like this girl, a couple of his buddies. Um, you can imagine the neighborhood. It wasn't very nice. Um, <laughs> uh, and I got another story about that because um, <laughs> I, I delivered a, a piece of bulk mail to an address. This is side sidetrack, but um, mm-hmm. 
and uh it said to so-and-so or current resident well they didn't read the current resident part they put the the letter on top of the mailbox and they put a bullet on top of it and the backup carrier found it and said tell the white boy to deliver the mail better um and so this is the kind of neighborhood it was right so anyway these these people are standing there like oh this dude decides to mouth off and he's like oh you know the day before the checks come out mailman's early and he's like i bet you'll be late tomorrow and i was like and i looked at him i was like sir I said, I guarantee you, I will be here tomorrow at the exact same time that I am here today. And you know what? I was only five minutes late, and dude was nowhere to be found waiting for his check. But th this is this is a guy who was probably 28. He could have easily worked a job, but he wasn't. Because, you know, we give money out like it's going out of style. Again, we fire. And they complain we, our debt is so yeah. huge. You know, self-serving yep. prophecy. I hate people so much, man. <laughs> yeah. And and then you go to the store and milk is four dollars a gallon. Um, you know, yeah. or I left Florida where 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 gas was like three thirty eight when I first I got that. here. Yeah, gas was like three eighty nine. You know, three ninety nine, depending on some places. And now it's like four dollars a gallon again. And gas price like, out oh. here are now seven dollars again. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Remember, remember Bi Bidenomics, as he says, is saving the planet, right? Uh yeah. <laughs> That's the old man. He's got the Maui thing, uh, oh, the Hawaii geez. thing, and he's like talking about his Corvette. Everyone's all sad and crying because they lost their fucking homes and shit. What a Dude. piece of fucking shit. I almost lost my house one time and my Corvette was in the garage. <laughs> Somebody should have been like, get him out of here. Get him out. Get out. Imagine if that was uh, Trump. Just imagine that. If that was Trump or Vivek Ramaswamy doing uh, that. Oh, it, you wouldn't hear the end of it. It would have been in the, the news cycle for a week or two mm -hmm. weeks in, until something else came out. <laughs> Right, like, remember that trans person, that trans man, trans man who went to yep. Nashville to shoot up a Christian school, and the mm -hmm. media, MSNBC, is such garbage. The first thing they talk about after that story the next day is, "Oh my God, the police misgendered her." Yeah, because these people just lost their fucking loved ones and kids. That's the first mm -hmm. thing we got to realize. Pronouns. Yeah. We're so screwed, well, man. <laughs> well, well, look, look at the most recent controversy, right? Okay, so I actually, mm -hmm. um, I, I live in Colorado. Who is probably the most hated senator from Colorado? That's going to be Lauren Boebert, right? Right. Mm -hmm. big, big old, big old controversy because she was on a date and her date felt her up in the theater. Like, well, first off, she's a single woman. Um, two, I mean, I guess he's a red blooded man, so he likes women. So he, <laughs> that's that's bad now. Like women. We're, <laughs> were, were, were were they a little buzzed? Probably. Did he decide to grope her a little bit? Yeah. Like, what was there weird night vision security cameras in the theater? Yeah, I don't. Especially because it wasn't like a movie theater; it was like a play. So, like, I don't, I don't know why Ooh, there's like mm -hmm. N NVG cameras in 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 an auditorium for like a play. Um, but anyway, mm -hmm. so so the news cycle's going around, right? Well, the news cycle ignored the fact that the trans individual, a biological man who transitioned was invited to the white house for an event not I saw like, that one form uh -huh. like three four months ago and decided to go topless in front of in, in an event that children were present but they don't report on that they they report on one of the on the other one they said they banned that person from the white house and i was yeah, thinking to myself people why were they allowed yeah. there also, but even before that yeah. why are that person allowed there why are we letting yeah. i'm i'm nice you're you're a harsh i mean why are we letting freaks into the fucking white house mentally ill crazy people like them mm -hmm. they this, this is something that someone told me a few weeks ago and i was like i fully agree if people like that can't even, even be honest about what gender they're born how can they be honest with you about anything well, that's a, it's a great point it's a great point it's um 
because reality is subjective now. Um, <laughs> so crazy, and, right? Yeah. And and this is not this is not a joke. So like, whenever I get like a copyright dispute for like reviewing Game of Thrones or Star Trek, because I I literally put it on screen. We play we play like maybe five to ten seconds of it. Then we sh- take it off the screen, but you can still hear the audio through Streamyards, right? And yeah. we we listen to it that way. Well, we always get a copyright claim. Well, at the beginning of my copyright dispute, I used to have it used to be worded one way and it still is worded a little bit that direction. But I added to it just because the world is so insane mm-hmm. and it's and it's actually worked where I, I literally it starts out. I added this little byline to the beginning. It says I am a transgender content creator, transracial black, <laughs> and I, I identify as LGBTQIA plus. <laughs> and now and now I still get copyright claimed, but once they look at it, they release it immediately. And I'm like, are you serious? Like, really? Like, yeah, because, because now, like, these are the people that are special and it's like, you can pretend to be that. I'm sorry. I'm not an I'm not a 60 year old black woman. So if I were to say, yeah, hi, I'm, my name's sneak. Dolores and I was born in 1965 and uh, mm-hmm. to ed and clara you know whatever like I, i'm not a 60 year old black woman i can't be that i can't just walk around saying that's who i am it's it's, it's insanity but but that's the way the world works and it works that way on youtube because these corporations who like who copyright claim you to go oh shit hold on whoa dude mm-hmm. uh, i don't want none of that <laughs> like there was that other thing i wanted to mention about that which is i think oh like what you mentioned earlier you can't be a black woman but that's the thing is I can't like if I ask a white girl, can you identify? Oh, forgot there was this short that Sneeko had out. We asked a white girl, can you identify as a black girl? She's like, no, because that, that's genetics. And he's like, then how can you identify as a male then if that's not genetics? And she just walked away. These people mm-hmm. are so stupid. The media mm-hmm. knows it. And, credit to the media, they they know how to brainwash people so bad. I don't know how they did it, but it's so bad now. Mm-hmm. You know, people just say racist Great. for anything. People say homophobic for anything. People should be saying words like people say human sex trafficker as if like that's something you should be saying to people. Like, what the yeah. fuck? Yeah, no, it um the, the, the amount of names that I've been called, um, it, mm-hmm. it's 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 insane. Um I got I got called an uh I, I've been called an insurrectionist because um I was um uh, you know, because uh, I was because I was a government employee and, um, mm-hmm. you know, I was in the military and they're like, oh, you're probably one of those insurrectionists that stormed the Capitol. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> literally, I was a government employee at the time. If I was if I was that out of my mind to go to the U.S. Capitol and trespass like I, they know where to find me. I would be in jail. Like, <laughs> But oh but they do they, like the people look at like your profile and stuff and they they're like, oh, well, you um you follow this person or you have an American flag in your bio because like in my bio, it says on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it says U.S. Army veteran with an American flag. That's very easy going like it's not. But no, like, look, there's an American flag behind me right now. You know, I guarantee you put a trans flag in there. No, no backlash at all. Guaranteed. Yes. So Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's one of those things that like, and it's always the loudest people who get the most attention. And unfortunately, because like all these media companies and all these like legitimate celebrities and politicians are actually on Twitter. Like it's the only place you can probably actually legitimately interact with a state representative without picking up the phone and calling the number and talking to their secretary and waiting for a phone call back. Um, people think that Twitter is real life. And, and, and I think, I think sanity has, has kind of gone there and died a little bit. Mm-hmm. 
Like I remember there's, I can't take someone seriously for having an argument. If you say you like paying taxes, I'm sitting there going like, bruh, Mm -hmm. like why do the thing is, I think people you're, they're a bit more lenient on some things. You you don't really block people, but there are some things that you just can't believe because it sounds so stupid. You like Mm -hmm. paying taxes. You like going to your job and all the money you could have used to help your family. You like going to the government. Nobody on this mm-hmm. planet thinks that. I even told you this. Let, let's say welfare was an optional tax. You have to tell people they have to pay. I guarantee about 95% is not paying that. They wouldn't do mm-hmm. it. But they'll support it. They'll be like, no, if you don't pay it, then you're a, mis- you're a misogynist. You hate women. And it's like these people themselves wouldn't pay for it. It was an option given to them. You know? Well, one of my one of my favorite things too is um so like Alex Stein right he has mm-hmm. that 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 black com- that black comedian that follows him around mm-hmm. um uh he looks homeless right but that's his mm-hmm. shtick he looks like a homeless black guy and um uh what's his name gosh darn it um yeah my 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 wife's boyfriend I can't think of his name anyway. So this guy's a black comedian. He dresses like a homeless guy. I mean, ripped shirt, everything, the whole nine yards. And they went in front of the White House where there were these people who were vol- who were protesting for um, for more money to go to, obviously, to Ukraine. And it's mm-hmm. like, okay. So the shtick was, was that this black guy was there looking homeless. And he's like, hey, you know, I'm homeless, this and this. Can I, can I get some, you know, can I have a couple of dollars? Well, these, these people were blowing them off. And he's like, well... You know, and they're making the argument, well, shouldn't we take care of the people here who don't have food, maybe don't have a house, um, you know, just just all that kind of stuff. Right. Before we should be sending another hundred, five hundred million dollars over there. And, and um, it, it's a funny stick because because at one point, uh, Don Terrius is his name, Don Terrius. Mm-hmm. That's the character he plays. So he's like got a cup with like changing it and he's like rattling it. This guy who's like um, who's filming a TikTok video where he's mm-hmm. talking to Alex Stein. Right trying to make his and he's like and he's like he just looks at me stops and he's like give me some of that ukraine money <laughs> so hysterical because this guy this guy's just eyeballing him like you know this homeless guy well you know supposed homeless guy mm-hmm. like he's got herpes and it's like you're okay sending bi- billions like mm-hmm. overseas when we have when even though this was an act there's a legitimate shtick of people who could use help here um a lot of people you know, use that money right now. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. you know, e- even during COVID, like people became like alcoholism and drug abuse, like went through the roof. Like it was, it went up like 300%. It was something crazy. I saw that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they and only people, gave us two stimulus checks. That's yeah. It, and <sighs> and these, these are like legitimate, like, you know, department of justice statistics saying, Hey, um, people are getting arrested for more DUIs. People are beating their spouses more because mm-hmm. they're drunk and they're this and mm-hmm. that. And it's like, you know, so there's there's legitimate issues that even though we're the richest country in the world, we could we could do better to help ourselves before we help the world, because mm-hmm. we shouldn't we shouldn't be the world police. It's it's just it, it's not sustainable. Look how long we were in Afghanistan and Iraq. 20, you know, two, de- two decades. The hell did that accomplish? Not much. Right. Uh, remember in the honestly, you saw the Republican primary debate. Remember when Vivek Ramaswamy was talking about, "Hey, let's not send money to Ukraine. Let the people that in this country need it." You still had backlash from those guys, like mm-hmm. Vi- uh, Vi- uh, Vicky Haley. She was like, "But you have no foreign policy and all this other nonsense." Yeah. And it's like, why would you dis? She almost like disregarded. He said, "Help us first. I, yeah. I've always been under the mindset. I don't know if you grew up this way. My mom always said, "Get yourself right first, then help someone out." Yeah, always, that's should always be that way. Why are we helping yeah. out other people? We ourselves are 
You're doing pretty bad. I know people I like to kind of glance, but America's doing pretty bad in a lot of places. Well, you have you have people that um that like the the, the housing market is in is in the dumps. Like uh mm-hmm. cars are 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 ten to fifteen thousand dollars more than they would have been just five years ago. Mm-hmm. Um the 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 market is is literally a reflection of the way the country is going and we we've literally fire hosed the money to all these places and all these nonsensical things and when you know and when of course we as people try to demand um you know whether it be one side or the other because i hate to say it unfortunately our politics are set up like our government is set up for gridlock uh that's how it was founded it's mm-hmm. so that nothing um over benefits anybody else right it, it, that's mm-hmm. that's that's the way our country was founded so like one one group of people can't just bulldoze the other so that's why our government's set up for gridlock but the thing is is that these these loser politicians have found a way just to start fire hosing money at whatever they want mm-hmm. and um you know that because who's gonna vote them out like you know when you got the people who are ultimately making all the decisions like during a government you know during what because during covid they actually gave themselves a raise oh we need a raise for what like <laughs> like remember the bob the, the, Iger thing or bob chapek thing where he gave himself this fat raise in the yeah. middle of disney and just all shutting yeah. down and stuff like that yep <sighs> yeah disney disney is literally suffering suffering from the same political uh, uh insanity that that our our government does like they they pay themselves they think that like i'm doing the bestest job ever when the revenue doesn't like you know doesn't look that way the new captain marvel movie costs 273 million dollars to make i have a video when i get better i have a video coming out about that they can they'll just completely debunk that so you can use on your viewers too so the flash which came out in bomb had a similar budget of 200 million dollars now if you're watching this listen to this very clearly the Flash needed $700 million to break even. Mm-hmm. The media reports, it only needs like $439 million to break even. Wait a minute. Yep. That's all logic is fucked up. The yep. Flash has the same budget and needs $700 million to break even. Why would the Marvels need less than the Flash to break yeah. even? They have the same similar budget. That's what I say. The media is such full of liars. Yeah. Like so- anyone who's basic mass gas with Anybody with basic basic math skills could see how much logical mm-hmm. bullshit that is. A movie costs two hundred million dollars, needs yeah. ordered to break even. No, hell no. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I I always call it the rule of three. So whatever whatever the production budget is of a movie, uh, say it's two hundred million dollars, you need to times that by three. So six hundred million. That's what the movie needs to break even because that because the production budget mm-hmm. is the cost to make the movie, pay all the actors, get them to do all the press tours because they're con- contractually obligated. Then the marketing budget is what they spend on television, uh, screeners and movies, ads mm-hmm. on YouTube, ads on uh, Call of Duty, all sorts or whatever. And so yeah, then you have that's international a, distribution costs. It costs a lot of then, money yeah. to distribute a film yep. internationally. And those international mm-hmm. films audiences take a lot of the box of cuts. You get a yes. box of cut from North America. Then you get a box mm-hmm. of cut from all the different theaters you put it out through. People are – and they argue like, no, you don't know what you're talking about. It's basic math. Yeah. It's literally so, basic math. How are movies so, with $200 million budgets needing $40 million to make their money back? That wouldn't make any yeah. sense. So mm-hmm. people people always forget too. Like they, they think, oh well, you know, the movie theaters here, um, they don't take a they don't cut take a they don't take a cut of it. They do. The movies theater here, theaters here, I, th- I believe take about 35% 
over in Europe, they take about 52%. I saw that. In, mm-hmm. in China, they take 75% of the box office. So you're literally divvying up 75, 35, 52, like to all these different. So that's why it's the rule of three. So like when, when they were talking about the little mermaid, like, Oh, the little mermaid made $556 million. So it just broke even. And it's like, no, it didn't. Nope. No, it mm-hmm. didn't. You, you didn't account for the cost of district because the theaters have to pay employees. Like, yes, the majority of theater theater uh, revenue comes from like, you know, the $7 large drink that if you went down the mm-hmm. street, you could get for probably two fifty um, or $2. Uh, mm-hmm. But but no, they still need a cut of that movie because they have to pay to basically it's real estate. Those theater theater seats, especially if it's like IMAX or Dolby Digital and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Those are big sellers. Um, and that that was one of the controversies that we saw recently. Why was um why was Mission Impossible seven seven? Right. I think it's seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dead uh, Reckoning uh, part one. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Dead Reckoning part one was not an IMAX, but Oppenheimer was to where. Mission Impossible 7, uh, Dead Reckoning, I'm sorry, should have been in IMAX, and I don't think Oppenheimer should have because Oppenheimer was a three-hour biopic to where Mission Impossible was about two hours and probably 30 minutes Yeah, I think the issue with Mission Impossible was it came out right before Barbie and Oppenheimer do, and Mm -hmm. well, you would know this because you've been around for a while. Like People are saying big blockbuster tentpools like the ones you're talking about, they eat each other. They galvanize each other. Mm -hmm. So people will naturally go and watch the newest thing at a movie theater before they watched the thing that came out a week ago. That's what people mm-hmm. are. They like the newest thing. So when Mission Impossible came out the week that it did, Barbie and Oppenheimer coming out basically screws Mission Impossible's box of us over. You know, everyone's yep. gonna choose to watch these two new ones rather than watching this Mission Impossible seven movie, mm-hmm. you know. Well, look at it this way: Barbie was such a hit uh, because Barbie has made, um, I think, some well, what one point four? Well, I think it's already actually. I yeah. take that back. I think it's crossed one point five billion dollars. Barbie was such a big hit that they're actually circling back around and they're putting it in IMAX theaters. I think starting it was like this this last weekend or it's the mm-hmm. this coming weekend. But anyway, Barbie uh, because uh, you know Nomi uh, Nomi uh, has tickets with uh, her and one of her friends that we also. Um, that we also stream with uh lily mm-hmm. 300 mirrors they're going to see it in imax um so barbie's such a huge hit there's nothing else huge coming out until it was going to be you know Dune. even worse man is after aquaman 2 comes out or whatever movies come out in december there's no new movies that come out unless whatever mm-hmm. got pushed to next year because people always said uh the mention on twitter with, with the writer's strike and the writer's strike well there's people saying there's no new movies coming out no mm-hmm. no nothing is getting filmed and we we hearing that they're going back to negotiations and I'll be honest here, given everything I've heard, they can just stay homeless. Oh, just, yeah. just stay homeless, live out of your car. Well, please. I I feel bad for the people in Hollywood who are who are like the I'll say they're the they're the the bedrock of Hollywood. The people, you know, who all, the lighting guys, the the set VFX designers, are, yeah, the set mm-hmm. designers, like the normal mm-hmm. working Joes in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. They're the ones I feel bad for. They're the ones mm-hmm. who um I think should be, in my opinion, uh, gaining unemployment. Well, they're mm-hmm. because this nonsense, they're not allowed to work. Now, if you're taught because there, there's there's a push, uh, well, mm-hmm. it's it's already passed that California has allowed people affected by the writer's strike, all people affected by the writer's strike to to collect unemployment. That includes screenwriters, that includes actors, that includes producers, directors. You if you are a producer, an actor, a director, uh, a writer, no, just no, 
because mm-hmm. you chose this. This was your decision. Mm-hmm. You chose to do this. You get nothing. The people, however, who had nothing to do with the decision, again, the props guy, the lighting guy, the set guy, you know, all these people, the camera guy, all these people who did not choose to do this, they should get unemployment. Yeah, they're the ones. It's always the it's always the middle class people and the poor people getting yes. screwed. Yeah, who get who get stomped on when you when you have these weirdos. Uh, what, what was the guy who? He was in Amazon's version of Cinderella, which was an actress. It was oh god, was an absolute piece of garbage. Um, <laughs> the black guy, I remember. Him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Bill, Bill, Billy, Billy Porter, Billy Porter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he he played the the fairy the fairy godmother. Um, <laughs> a big black guy playing a fairy godmother. What? Well, well, the 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 worst part of it is is that he played the fairy godmother, and he's um he's gay so uh i feel like that's a little on the nose hollywood and if 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 that would have happened anywhere else they would have all called them like homophobic right but it's hollywood so it's okay um but anyway he's like well i had to sell my um i had to sell my 1.3 million dollar upstate new york home and i'm like you had to do what (laughs) are you serious and this this dude is is in a news article. This is no joke. They're they're covering him in the news, saying, "Oh, he because times are so tough for these Hollywood actors and screenwriters that Billy Porter had to sell his one point two million dollar upstate New York home." And I'm like, "Dude, fuck you, fuck you!" Like seriously, the lighting guy who makes probably sixty thousand dollars a year and and is probably sitting there going, "Dude, fuck you!" Like my, I like it's it's uh-huh. insane. It's insane. Oh, man, I hope because some people say they hope the writer strike gets back off because like you mentioned mm-hmm. before, I don't want those people getting hurt. Like I, I only want it back because I don't want the lighting guy, the costume yeah. designer, set designer, makeup artist. I don't want them suffering because the union, even though they've yeah. always been trash, decides we're going to go on strike. Remember, the union these guys are paying money to actively have not been helping them. They're just a union to protect writers and they haven't been protecting any writers decide we're going to go on strike. Unions mm-hmm. are garbage. Fuck unions. Yep. No, I am. Um, I completely agree. I uh, again, I could care. I could care less about all the Hollywood weirdos. I want the the, the practical people on the ground. They deserve to be paid. And you know, oh. it's the, it's the everyday Joes. I want to ask you this before you head out for the last ten minutes. Well, more like rapid rapid fire. Once you say you're gonna head out soon, what do you think about the new uh, Disney Star Wars? You guys watch Ahsoka at all or anything like that? I am watching Ahsoka. It's like um, such a throat yet uh no uh it's (laughs) it's a whole lot of nothing um why are people saying it's so good that i keep hearing people praising it (laughs) uh because the people who are praising disney star wars are the people who get invited to movie premieres uh they they get (laughs) they get invited to so a couple of episodes of uh of i think it was ahsoka uh, actually were put in a theater that disney mm-hmm. put on and invited certain people to like a repairing mirror so mm-hmm. they they get to get all dolled up and get fancy and uh, mm-hmm. they get to feel like there's somebody for a day right instead of mm-hmm. just um so instead of giving an honest opinion about how good or bad it is um you know they're 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 saying oh this, this it's just the best of star wars ever and it's like <laughs> I'm so, I'm sorry. Um, her uh, her putting a a space suit on in in less than ten seconds. Um, first off, that's like, look, I you know you, you didn't even okay. <laughs> you didn't even give it tr- a transitional phase. Mm-hmm. Two, her jumping on the wing of a of a starfighter and and fighting off 
what what I would consider, um, let's say, ten millimeter rounds from what would be considered uh, basically like an A ten Warthog, if you want to compare it to an actual U.S. military uh, airplane with her lightsabers, like mm-hmm. deflecting those blasts is just nonsensical. Um, it's it's just bad storytelling. Um, you know, there's there's no emotion in it. Um, the all the actors seem like they don't care. They're just they're all emotionless. Um, <laughs> Rosario Dawson, even though she's an incredible actress, uh, she's mm-hmm. been in so many things and does such a great job. Um, for this show, all she does is cross her arms and have this stoic face all the time. Like she's basically just Black Ray. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know what she. Uh, it just, it's like, it's, it's like they don't let female characters have emotion like have feel actual emotions anymore right so like sabine's character she misses her she misses her friend ezra who is ultimately who is the jedi with along with ahsoka who that's her lightsaber that you know they think he's dead um that's the lightsaber that sabine has right that she fights off the one chick with and then gets skewered with something that's considered basically a, a a blazing hot plasma blade Mm-hmm. um and survives but okay whatever um and she's the size of a stick so uh, her, <laughs> it's so, like a, this is a parody right this can't be yeah, real yeah so like sabine's character the only emotion <laughs> she has is anger um basically and uh contempt for mm-hmm. other people um there's there's no there's no vulnerability there there's no emotion mm-hmm. there um, when she got impaled by the lightsaber, literally within the next scene, snap your fingers, she's it's a couple days later in the hospital and she's healed. There's no there's no stakes there. So people are just like, oh, let me guess. They brought back Anakin to train her because she was his apprentice. No, Anakin, uh, Anakin Skywalker. Actually, Hayden Christensen came back to play Anakin Skywalker in a um, what is to be interpreted as either a it, probably a fever vision because she was drowning and she was hallucinating um and hayden christensen um being 42 which was only a couple years younger than rosario dawson is still such a good actor and 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 athlete that him and him and ewan mcgregor who ewan mcgregor's 52 and when they when they fought in in the obi-wan show like their their lightsaber skills were on point it was like watching them all over again in episode three uh the you know uh, revenge of the sith and Hayden Christensen is still so up to speed and Rosario Dawson seemed to not train at all that half the time Anakin is there acting like he's going to like block something well before she's even close. We <laughs> slowed that situation down. He's here and she's still back here swinging. And I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> but be- because they do it in a faster motion, it's hard to see if you don't break it down. It's just lazy. Mm-hmm. And, and it's like, and this is another show. This this is another uh, you know an, an eight episode television show that's probably going to cost somewhere in the neighborhood of about two anywhere from two hundred and ten to probably two hundred fifty million dollars. Mm-hmm. And it's like, where, where, mm-hmm. like, it's, and then it's not- the only feeling you'll have afterwards, like with the, with with the other ones and the Disney Plus MCU shows, you're going to be like, well, how'd you feel about that toward the end of it? But it was kind of meh. Every time, it's the same feeling mm-hmm. I have every time because the idea behind it uh eight episodes was we'll have shorter episodes uh, shorter seasons so we can cover a whole lot more no they lied that's it's they just put bullshit in some episodes just to fucking you know 
make the seasons longer. These shows could be like hour long specials. If we're being completely honest here, we're being Mm -hmm. honest here. These should be hour long specials. Like Werewolf by night was, and it could just do the exact same thing in less amount of time and take up less effort in general. But I want to ask you the two more things before we go, which is Star Trek. So you movie okay. Star Trek with um what's his name? Samuel. Uh How do you so, feel about Star Trek. So I I grew up watching um, you know, I started watching Star Trek The Next Generation. That's that mm-hmm. was my introduction to Star Trek. Um, I very much enjoyed Star Trek The Next Generation. Uh and then of course in school one time we we watched an episode of Voyager as like mm-hmm. I think an example of like how like to write a sci-fi. Like, you know, because like when you study, study like, you know, different like, you know, uh, nonfiction, stuff like that, you know, they, we used uh, Star Trek Voyager an episode as like a nonfiction example. Mm-hmm. I'm, so, I'm sorry, as a, excuse me, a sci-fi example. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought Voyager was pretty good. Um, all the stuff that's out, that's out today is not Star Trek. It's it's awful. They have. So you don't like Picard, right? I did like Picard season three, but Picard okay. season three is the as an anomaly because Alex Kurtzman, who's literally wiped his ass with Star Trek, um, abandoned Picard after the first two seasons because it was reviewed so poorly and it got such abysmal um, views that um, uh, Terry Metalis, who was actually an intern for Star Trek The Next Generation, and he actually became a writer, uh, a full-fledged writer for voyager and enterprise um he took over picard season three and that's why it's so good so it was awesome to see picard season three so now we're going back through and we're re-watching the original because mm-hmm. i i wasn't born i had never watched the original yeah so. sam said he wanted to like go back and watch them review like everything mm-hmm. that's a lot of star star trek stuff well, but hey i mean we're stop we're stopping with enterprise so we're not gonna go past okay. that because everything else after enterprise is like nope <laughs> um start <laughs> the star trek to discovery is it's um it's acronym acronym is std for a reason because it's like ca- catching aids uh if you watch it you'll never get rid of it um it's it's just not good it's bad writing it's lazy uh and then mm-hmm. then they did a musical episode in space for strange new worlds that was terrible like <laughs> these, these are things that are that are you're going so far off base for what the the base entertainment the base mm-hmm. basis for the legacy of star trek is is that nobody wants to watch it and so that's why nobody's watching it streaming services like netflix and hulu were some of the first were pretty much the first ones to do it that's why they were they did so well now that you have you have start netflix hulu now Disney Plus, now Paramount Plus, now um you got Shutter uh, in there too. Peacock, you got Apple you TV, got, you got yeah. Apple TV, you got you got you got Amazon Prime, you got all the, all these different streaming services. It's it's literally like having cable all over again, you know, instead of instead of paying, you know, one monthly fee for like, the forget, internet. The, the point of the streaming services was not supposed to have ads. Now they all have ad tiers. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, because but, but di- I was told streaming was profitable. You only take in advertisers mm-hmm. when you're not making money. No, Disney Disney has lost for uh, about four point five billion dollars on Disney mm-hmm. Plus alone. Uh, that's why they they had to they had to shit can um, Willow. So like, they that. Did, yeah. Obviously, they had the Willow movie. They did the Willow television show. Well, it was costing them so much to have the rights for the Willow television show that they literally just they got rid of it on Disney Plus. You mm-hmm. you can't find it there anymore. So Disney had to cut so many costs because. Because yes, during COVID, when everybody was staying home, these these were very fruitful because it's like well, we got to entertain the kids. You know, we need to find something maybe to watch at night. You know, we can't go out to dinner like we used to. 
So streaming was awesome. But now people have gone back to work. They've gone back to their lives. They like to go do stuff outside. Um, you, to, you like touching grass? What? Yeah. So <laughs> n- now these streaming services are losing money. And um, mm-hmm. the, the only ones that are still somewhat profitable um, is, is Netflix and Amazon Prime because Amazon Prime is tied to their shipment service, which mm-hmm. everybody loves Amazon. Everybody orders off of Amazon. That Everybody free shipping the, really yeah. does save you a lot of money. Get, that, I order a lot from that, Amazon. That's free shipping. That, that's what's saving Amazon's ass is that is that is the fact that it's paired with shipping and it's mm-hmm. paired with the so. All about Game of Thrones. So you watched the entirety of Game of Thrones, right? I've seen all of Game of Thrones and and the first season of House of the Dragon. Um, we are on season five just finished episode five we're going to be doing episode six this monday um we're going mm-hmm. through it breakdown style because we fit myself in joker voice we figured out that if we started all of game of thrones season one through eight and then did season one a house of the dragon that would actually lead us up to about a, about three weeks shy of house of the dragon season two mm-hmm. um and it's it's evergreen content right because People, the way Game of Thrones ended was a travesty. A lot of people were pissed off. You know, mm-hmm. it's Did hard. You feel to the same end. way. I was late to the party. Okay. I, I didn't see. I didn't see season eight of Game, Game of Thrones until probably like six or seven months after it had already aired. I had heard all the okay. gripes. Mm-hmm. So, um, kind of like The Walking Dead too. I started The Walking Dead, and then of course, I, I I've never been a huge fan of cable, so I've never really had cable. So, but um, I I would always. I would always buy the physical season and then try to watch it. So I'm I'm oh, like way same way behind. People had Game of Thrones. I had Walking Dead and yeah, uh, Walking so, Dead. Oh lord. So <laughs> it's um so Game of Thrones. I was like way behind on. Mm-hmm. So um, it didn't bother me that much. I was like whatever, you know, it, you know, because this is like a a water cooler show. Um, so House of the Dragon reignited everybody's love of Game of Thrones because the the creators um a lot of the p- uh, original people from the first couple of seasons of game of thrones mm-hmm. they're in control of house of the dragon and they took the other ones that kind of it up and they said get out hbo did so that's why house of the dragon has has hit so hard um that so many people love house of the dragon it's kind of reignited their their love of the franchise and they want so that's why when so when Game of Thrones, I'm sorry, uh, with House of the Dragon and uh, uh, the Rings of Power season two come out, House of the Dragon is going to skunk it again. Um, Amazon was lying about Rings of Power. Um, I tried watching that, and that's 50 hours of my life I'll never get back. It was it was horrendous. <laughs> I knew it looked like shit. Like for me, I like the original Lord of the Rings. I'm not the hugest fan of the Hobbit movies afterwards, mm-hmm. but I was like, for me, it ends with those six movies. I, yeah. looked at, I looked at the trailers and I was like, nope, yep. no way. Because you yeah. start talking about modern audiences and I was like, nope, L, I'm good. Yep. I'm out. Nope. Yeah, I feel you on Be that Imagining one. Tolkien's work for a modern audience. What? Well, see, Peter, Peter, Jack, uh, Peter Jackson catches flack for like the, the mm-hmm. Hobbit trilogy. He he actually wasn't initially directing it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they, they had another director in mind. I can't remember his name. Mm-hmm. Something Bardem. It's not Javier Bardem. That's the actor. I think it's his brother or something. Anyway, um, he bailed. So they brought Peter Jackson back in to finish the Hobbit trilogy. So that's why the Hobbit trilogy, um, 
is kind of wishy-washy. They added a lot of stuff to it, and I think mm-hmm. that was done before Peter Jackson, who did Lord of the Rings, because mm-hmm. P- Peter Jackson's uh, shtick was, we're not going to change the source material. We're just going to expand and make it bigger for the big screen. So in, to take it from the book and make it so it's bigger for everybody to enjoy on the screen, but we're not going to change it. Um mm-hmm. They didn't do that with the Hobbit trilogy. That's why it was mixed reviews. Now, after Rings of Power came out, the Hobbit trilogy looks like immaculate gold uh, because Rings of Power was um, also uh, the the only television franchise in history that cost $1 billion to make. Um, $275 million of that going to the Tolkien estate to buy the appendices, uh, part of the appendices, not even the, the whole appendices, so... Yeah, you can kind of see that. Um, I cover mm-hmm. a lot of pop culture, um, but we're I've seen we're, it all. We're, mm-hmm. Yeah, we're going th- we're going through Star Trek and Game of Thrones because it's good, it's fun. Um, because a lot of the other stuff kind of sucks, but yeah, that's what I thought too. I'm gonna go back and review and watch like all my childhood stuff because man, that was when stuff was actually pretty good. And you get to the stuff now, you're like, I want to just slip my throat. <laughs> yeah, it's oh, um, Lord. it's always it's always good to have a palate cleanser, but um. You know, I've I've always loved television and movies and, um, you know, YouTube has made it to where normal Joes like me can grab a microphone and a camera and, mm-hmm. and give our reviews and, and be honest and say, hey, this I really liked. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think Ahsoka is good, but it was great seeing Hayden Christensen back because my first introduction to new Star Wars was the prequels. I, I watched the original movies, but, you know, Return of the Jedi came out in 82. I was born in 85. Mm-hmm. so this is well past me um so yeah so it's great to, great to see ewan mcgregor back in obi-wan but the obi-wan show was crap it was great to see hayden and ewan together again mm-hmm. doing their you know it was awesome but that was the only part that was really awesome the rest of it just kind of bleh. it was right it, it was like they just threw something on paper um no I, I, hate, think, I thought the show was so bad that show was yeah. so trash well <laughs> i i, I mean modern entertainment is literally can be wrapped up into that one scene from obi-wan where there's the light there's the um the laser barricade (laughs) and and instead of instead of shutting it off or taking a blaster and shooting the power source they literally walk up a hill and they walk around it and i'm just like that's like all the episodes they just feel like they're nothing burgers for the most of it mm, and it's supposed to be six episodes so you feel like you can wrap this up in a good cohesive Mm -hmm fast nicely paced direction you can have with your show that was the point of why they're shorter seasons but nope they all feel the same it's just meh after they're yep. over you're like I either, I either hated this or this is just pretty average and it's like just there's what i told disney for watching this just make them our specials mm-hmm. less resources less of the time and we can just get out fast as we yep. can if it's not good but uh we're gonna about to wrap this up we got, I, I gotta go to bed i get some rest of the work in the morning but i want to ask so you this before I. we go <laughs> Which is uh, any shout outs you want to give to anybody in particular and anything else you want to say before we end the show? Yeah, no, I, I just want to, I mean, I appreciate you having me on this. This was actually a good conversation. Uh, I think continue doing this, man. Continue talking to people about, you know, what they're covering and stuff, because, um, you know, obviously mm-hmm. the we we need new voices that are going to be open and honest instead of listening to the same old people mm-hmm. who who get to basically just um 
bait everybody and make everybody hate each other like i'm so mm-hmm. tired of that it, it's it's old uh but no shout out to shout out to you know everybody that um you know i'm on the panel with and stuff like that everybody that comes to, to friday night's royal rumble is awesome mm-hmm. thank you to all the viewers of course because if, if nobody viewed this um none of us mm-hmm. would do that um and you know this is we are the new media um because media mm-hmm. has has lost its credibility i mean there it's an all-time low people who are watching normal mm-hmm. entertainment normal media shows and they're watching youtube youtube gets more views a day than all of actual actual cable so yeah. it's it's nuts but yeah it's no crazy how um, much views youtube and twitch can always say to anybody because the quartering mentioned it today the last thing i'll say before you head out which is if you can make a rumble account and make a channel put your content out on rumble just mm-hmm. in case youtube ever decides to get rid of your channel because i had yep. this happen to me i lost five thousand videos from my main channel damn dude yeah, and I luckily have my second channel, which I rebranded to my main channel. So for anyone taking care from me, back up all your content on their yep. Rumble channel. And if you can get followers through it in the meantime, that's great. But just make sure you have a backup, you know, because yep. I'll be honest, without Rumble, I couldn't really do this anymore. You know, yeah, no, I am. Um, Twitch is terrible. Twitch is garbage. Oh, yeah. Twitch use kick. Use, yeah, no, Twitch. Twitch is a dead platform because of how they treated their their content creators. Um, mm-hmm. I back I mirror everything to Rumble Odyssey. Um uh you know so and i have a kick that um you know because i i was using twitch for a while but i have a kick i need to they they still have interface problems but they'll get there um i have four main channels so you can if you want to just like fun channel um legion games 2076 that's uh if you want pop culture legion talk you can see all my stuff in the little byline down below legion wire is my political channel and then legion teaches history because there are kids who have no idea um i have no idea what a nazi is and they call everybody that and it's like that's not what one is it's like you know you ask people nowadays mm-hmm. um about history and they're like they they give you this brainwashed answer and it's like okay that's not that's not legit as um, of today i told people i i've passed i've now had more followers on rumble than i do twitch and i've been doing twitch for much for a year longer than rumble i've been doing rumble for like probably less than like three months at this point still mm-hmm. yeah twitch so, is trash no no um but uh yeah just continue continue to watch all your favorite content creators for anybody who sees this um yeah and, and also you support you know people gotta hey, support yeah. your favorite people you know it goes yeah. a long way you know people Speak. always say that this is you're their favorite person well how about throw a couple bucks every now and again well i don't mind tile to your money but every once yeah. in a while throw a couple bucks you know hey i i'm i'm not i'm never ever gonna judge anybody for for getting their bag i literally just um you know shield uh i i got my shill card today uh, if you go to if you, yeah, if you go to the quarterings mm-hmm. coffee brand coffee, use the the promo code Legion Talk L one uh, L one word Legion Talk one word, <laughs> you get a discount, man, and I get kickback. So I'm I'm not gonna turn my nose up. You know, we all got to pay our bills, right? Yeah, I gotta activate my coffee brand coffee membership. I had one already. I gotta activate it again. And thank you for being on, man. Can't wait to have you on in the future or yeah, whenever absolutely. you want to be on a panel show. Uh, can't be Friday because you're probably busy Friday. But our yeah. main panel shows are Tuesday and Saturday. That's when we have panels on. Tuesday would work. Saturdays is, is my busiest day. I'm on screaming into the void and then vets talking mm-hmm. with uh, a bunch of the Legion of memers. Oh, yeah, no, that's I, talking. Uh, oh, cool guy. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I'm, I haven't been on recently cause I just mm-hmm. moved and it's been trying to get my schedule back on, but yeah, I mm-hmm. used to be on like all the time. Um, my, <gasps> my, my, my weekend literally was streaming. I, I wouldn't go out and do anything, but just stream with my friends. So, yeah. So next Tuesday when I have, I have a panel stream coming up, you can be on if you have the free time and we'll see yeah. you guys later.